Hey y'all, I'm Emily Byrne. I'm Jonathan Corporal. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Logic and Common Sense. Sense. All right. Hey everyone, Emily here. Stop what you're doing right now. Like, follow, subscribe, all the things. I am so excited to be back doing a dual episode with my friend Jonathan. Yeah. And to start off, we are going to kick it off with Hypocrite of the Week. Hypocrite of the Week. So for those who live in Louisiana, we have our governor. If you don't know his name, his name is Governor John Bell Edwards. He has put some very strict uh, mandates in place that have to do with coronavirus, but... Recently, a photo was leaked of the governor hanging out with his pals, the good old boys. Whether or not they are also politicians or donors, I do not know, but they were at the Baton Rouge Country Club just having a good time. Nobody was wearing a mask. They were enjoying life as if he knew some sort of science that we don't, as if he wasn't concerned. Did you did you see that picture? This is all wrong. I did. In fact, the governor corroborated the photo and still had the audacity to say that he was not breaking any of his now, mandates. Can you tell me what corroborated means in like uh, Cajun English? <laughs> yeah, so essentially he verified the photo. So he, <gasps> so said, he said it, it was, was him. him. Oh right. How dare you? Talking to hypocrite. his buddies at the country club. I mean, can you imagine that? I can't. Well, I can because I... I I have, you know, rights. So I do it. I, I go places without a mask on. Uh, I do stay away from people. <clears throat> I'm trying to be considerate of them. So I, I do keep a distance. But you can't do nothing right now without either being six feet away from somebody, wearing a mask, having a mask nearby just in case you get forced to put it on. Uh, you, you can't have your full occupancy at your business. And he said this virus is so dangerous. He brings in these like key witness people that might, you know, uh, they got sick or the family member got really sick, died, almost died. And he's telling us how dangerous this is. And here he is living his life as if he doesn't even care. Right. So he's essentially trying to instill fear into people. Something he's actually not afraid of? Exactly. So if he was, and we probably said this before on this podcast, but if these governors were actually afraid of the virus, as they say that we should be, would they be disregarding their own mandates that they're setting on the people? Yeah, I think it's very hypocritical uh, to put strict regulations in place and then you yourself not even follow them. You have stolen my dreams. What a psycho. Right. Oh, gosh. <laughs> did I just call the governor a psycho? Yes, I did. I How dare you? I, I think he's insane. I really do. And it's not fair. And in fact, there is a recall effort happening right now. Do you, do you know a little bit about the recall effort? I've seen a little bit on it. I believe there's a petition. Yeah, so they got thousands and thousands of people are signing to remove <laughs> the governor from office because of his unconstitutional mandates. I think that's something that uh, we haven't seen in a really long time. I believe it happened once in California. Right. And if it were to happen, in the, I kind of hope I, I'm not going to put myself <laughs> out there. I may or may not have signed the recall sheet with my handwriting i uh -huh. may, I, okay. may I, didn't, I don't want to <laughs> yeah i don't want to admit i cannot confirm nor deny but i, I kind of hope it works out because that, that would be great if we could have a different guy or woman in office as long as they're not as bad as uh mayor latoya right yeah we can't we can't have that in office <laughs> we cannot have another mayor latoya gosh the destroyer right latoya the destroyer 
But yeah, going off of that, though, Biden has recently announced that within his first 100 days, he's going to enforce a 100-day mask mandate. So essentially forcing everyone because you cannot have a mandate without enforcing it, right? Wait, wait, wait. Is that the same guy that slipped trying to grab his dog's tail out of the shower? <laughs> right. Folks, what's Who the story this? on this? <laughs> what is the story? So we have all of these different things that are going on right now with... um just in the news cycle in general. And all we see is cover to cover coverage on Joe Biden's fractured ankle. And then once he gets out of the hospital, he changes the story. So he wasn't playing with his dog, right, Jonathan? He wasn't playing yeah, with his first, dog? First, I thought he was walking the dog originally. Wasn't right. He, was he walking was it he originally? Walking it? I don't know. And then he, ne next he says he's coming out of the shower and pulls yeah, his dog's the tail. <laughs> Liz, let, me, let me ask for anybody listening who has a dog. And I, grew up, <laughs> I grew up with dogs my entire life. Uh, do you usually reach for your dog's tail while you're in the shower? That doesn't make a lot of sense. And, and, you know, if you are the kind of person that takes a shower with your dog, like, you know, this is a free country for now. You, <laughs> for can, now. you can do what you want. Like, I'm not saying you're weird or anything. I might personally have a different view than you do, but I can still accept your view. But. But this guy is saying he he breaks his ankle or frat, whatever. We don't know. I have no idea what happened to his ankle. I'm not a doctor. Mm -hmm. But he slipped and he had a slip. He needs a life alert. Right. Wouldn't he get yes. Joe Biden a life alert? And he fractures <laughs> his ankle. Well, the, the hilarious thing is that the story is changing mm -hmm. on something as simple as an ankle isn't fracture. That a isn't that a sign of lying when you can't? tell the same lie twice, I mean, story twice. Exactly, yeah. So if he can't even be open and honest about something as simple as fracturing his ankle, what makes you think that he's going to be open and honest with us when we get, when he gets, if he gets into the White House, so I guess I let's, should say. let's say maybe, okay, maybe two, okay, he could be lying and maybe he really, I don't know, maybe he was trying to kick out <laughs> crime or something. I have no idea. But, I mean, considering he is very old, he's had a couple of strokes, could this possibly be a symptom of like dementia? Oh, absolutely. Or Alzheimer's where he doesn't really know what's going on. So he just kind of blabbers. I mean, that's right. usually a symptom of that. Absolutely. Well, and when asked about this on air, Joe Biden had the audacity to make a racist comment to the black man who had asked him. Oh, my God. So, right. Is that surprising well, to us? Well, I heard him say Absolutely that, that um, black kids are just as smart as white kids. So this this is the same guy, right, Joe Biden? Or no, poor kids poor, are just as smart as white kids. Poor kids are just as smart. Yeah. How assuming racist. That, assuming that there's no poor kids that are white. Exactly. Or that all black kids are poor. That is so racist, that is, right? Yeah. That, you know, thinking about that. I, I, anyways, what, what were you saying? Well, yeah. Go, so going back to his comment, when he was asked, you know, have you had a cognitive assessment done, which during, and this was during um, oh, the election itself. I think I saw that. Right. So not very recent, but still relevant because the news, the mainstream media has completely ignored it. Essentially, he asked this black man if he had or if they had given him a test to see if he was on crack oh, before going into the interview. Oh, what? How a racist is that, folks? Oh, that was crazy. I remember. And then what was that the same? I don't know if this was the same time or if it was a different time where he said, uh, if, if you don't vote for me, you're not you ain't black. Like, right. if you have to decide between me or the other candidate, which is President Donald Trump. 
uh, you're, you ain't black. Right. Was, I don't know if that was the same time. I think it was a different interview. But he's got so many racist interviews. Right. I don't, how I don't can know keep how up? anybody could support this guy. Right. How can you what keep up with that? What a racist. Blatant racism out there. And, uh, right. It, wow. Well, and who is he to say that you are black or not? And by saying that, what he's doing is saying that the black community has to conform in their way of thinking and that you guys don't have freedom of thought. How wrong is that? Well, he's assuming that one type of people, well, he's, a, he's making a stereotype about an entire people group, which is wrong. When, when we're all Americans and we all have different income levels, we got different education backgrounds, different family backgrounds, we're all from different parts of the country. Uh, but he's stating that because of the color of your skin, you, you should uh, be voting for him just because of your skin color that you're poor, that you're not as educated just because of your skin color. That's that's pretty racist. I don't I don't want to keep going on about how racist Joe Biden is. <laughs> you could go on forever. Yeah, just that look could up, be episodes just, within Yeah, just itself. go look at all of his all the times he talked. Remember the swimming all pool? All the times he talked. The swimming, yeah. <laughs> right. the, he's in the swimming pool and he said the, the kids came to his legs like cockroaches. I mean, was yeah, that a racist like, comment they were like, too? Well, they were rubbing down his leg hair or something. And which I don't think no kids. a little creepy. Yeah, there should be no children rubbing up against anybody's leg hair. That is <laughs> Is very so creepy gross. it's inappropriate this is all wrong if i was a parent which one day i will be and my kid or some some man is letting a kid touch his leg hairs right that's there's gonna be creepy. a fight there will definitely be physical contact right well and this is the same man who has actual photographs of him sniffing children but again that's just another that's a whole nother thing i don't know i mean literally you could google the stuff that has been done i mean mainstream media has buried it they aren't really talking about it but when you just start looking at the different things that he said and done it's so funny in fact my favorite meme is this man who's coming out of like i don't know a door or something he's got a cigarette in his hand and it's like hmm. joe biden's campaign manager every time like joe speaks and the guy <laughs> just looks like he hasn't slept in a week and like he is just over his job it's hilarious yeah so so this is the same guy that wants us if there's, there's all these like hearings happening with the president and his legal team, Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell. They got all these witnesses that are putting their lives on the line, signing affidavits saying, hey, if I'm lying, I'm going to jail. Okay, because it's right. a crime to lie in court. So they're all risking their lives and a lot of truth is coming out. And they have the videos of the, uh, what was it, the USB drive being passed off, which I thought was wild right. in Georgia. So th this is the same guy that is telling us to wear masks for a hundred days after he becomes president. He's picking, he's already picking his cabinet and assigning people to his cabinet. I saw the funniest thing. It goes, this guy posted, he says, the only thing Joe Biden should be putting in his cabinet is seasoning. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and red beans, you know? Right. So, so he should be filling up his cabinet with groceries, not, not worrying about the president cabinet because he is not uh, elected. He's still only the projected winner. But again, I, I guess we can go back to him being racist and the media being biased and, and all of that because there was a very significant African-American, a very accomplished economist. He's an author. Uh, he was born during the Depression. He lived through se segregation. Right. And he recently passed away. A very, very uh, popular professor. He filled in for Rush Limbaugh, okay, on the show that that man has. This was not 
just a nobody. This was a man who accomplished great things, faced adversity, overcame adversity, and he did not get celebrated at all by any of the Joe Biden cronies, any mm -hmm. of the media. In fact, you really have to dig to find out any information about this man. His name is Walter Williams. Yes, he was a very, very significant figure. In fact, I personally found out about his death by Thomas Sowell. He had made a post um, because he was close with Walter Williams, from what I understand. And again, Thomas Sowell is another prominent African-American figure who is brilliant that is ignored by the left. So it's very ironic that, again, the party that says they're lifting up minorities is, and they keep talking about elevating black voices, but then they are completely silent when a significant, intelligent man such as Walter Williams passes away, especially somebody who, again, he was born in 1936, which would have put him at, I want to say, 27 years old during the Martin Luther King I Had a Dream speech in 1963. That is so significant. I mean, can you imagine? Let's just think about it. I mean, yeah, things were bad. They were, people were very racist in that time period. And this man became, he, he got educated, he was a professional, he lived through the era of Martin Luther King. Right, and, it's incredible. And, and was able to become the man he was, and we didn't hear anything about it. it. It's like, we've already established that the Democrats and the left are complete hypocrites with Governor Edwards. Uh, and all the other governors, especially after it was funny because after Thanksgiving, all the different Democrat governors that said don't travel, they we're all traveling. they're like we're going to Mexico to visit <laughs> right. you know Granny or whatever. Wow. Uh, um, meanwhile, we're here now, now. Hold up, I'm gonna play this clip about being quarantined. Yeah. I wanna go to the beach, but I'm locked in my house quarantined. Lysol, latex, N95, Clorox bleach, I'm feeling fine. Yeah, I want to go to Miami, but I'm locked inside with my granny. You locked up? I mean, what a bunch of hypocrites. <laughs> We're stuck. <laughs> We're saving granny. Right. And, and, and they're, just, they're just telling us to stay home and save grandma while they're out there visiting and, and living life. Double standards. Right. Well, when one of them, I believe, was in Mexico when he gave um, his statement telling everybody else to stay home. That's like, that's like yeah, let's, let's picture that, right? I'm, I'm in Mexico. Vamos! <laughs> okay, um, people, you're, you should not travel. It is dangerous. Don't travel. Check out this hotel I'm staying at in Mexico. Right. It's crazy. And then I believe he apologized. But guys, this should not be enough for them to do something that hypocritical that affects so many lives and apologize and us just say, oh, okay, well, they said they're sorry. That should not be enough. Apology not accepted. Right. Nope, not accepted. It is too late to say sorry. <laughs> this is all wrong. Yeah, well, also going off of that, but also not going off of that, back to Walter E. Williams for a little bit. I just wanted to drop this statement. This drop quote. some logic. Yes. I just, it's so brilliant. He had a lot of statements um, that were brilliant, but... Quote, prior to capitalism, the way people amazed great wealth was by looting, plundering, and enslaving their fellow man. Capitalism made it possible to become wealthy by serving your fellow man, end quote. And I just think that's so significant, especially because the left who is ignoring these black voices after saying elevate black voices for months, they're ignoring a man of significance and of brilliance. 
who is pro-capitalism and pro-family. I believe um, he stood behind the black family as well. And as we know, fatherlessness is a huge issue that we are dealing with right now within, primarily within that community. But coming off of um, capitalism and all of those sort of things, he was very pro-capitalism. You think about it, like he said, to get rich in the past, you had to go steal or, or... Or you had to loot, and we think about the Vikings, the Spanish, the French. Right, there was no way up. I mean, my in God, those they just they just went around and pillaged the village until they had everything. And right. literally, they tried to take over the world. Napoleon, um, the the Spanish, the the Roman Empire, and then more recently, the British. Right, which is why we have the USA. Exactly. So these these people are, I they are just they are crazy they've lost their minds and they have totally said no to reason and logic absolutely well and our founders created a foundation for us to be able to better ourselves why do you think so many people travel to america people coming from cuba for example aren't going are they're not coming from america to go back to right, cuba they don't, it's they're the other not way going around. back I, and look i've been to cuba and i've seen how terrible it is if you really want this anti-capitalist society there are some places you can go uh, you probably <laughs> right. don't need a lot of money to get started in fact i would say a thousand dollars will get you there and you can just live off the government and be like the people that are oppressed in places for example you can go to cuba or venezuela and try it out for yourself so don't don't make us try that crap you go try it for yourself and see how you like it where it's already happening and, and maybe um, maybe you can trade places. Wouldn't that be something? Right. Trade places with someone living in communism or somebody living in a socialist economy. And and maybe y'all could even, you know, you want to help them travel here so y'all could trade citizenships. Exactly. Somebody who loves America, who wants yeah, let, to be a productive could, maybe, citizen. Maybe you give up your, I mean, look, you didn't like the president or whatever. Okay, well, trade your citizenship <laughs> with a Venezuelan and give them an opportunity. Right. Well, and again, in these societies, in these socialist societies, there is no way up and there's no way out. Zero, zero. Well, there is one way out and it's escape. Right. Escape That's or it. fighting back if you can, you know. Yeah, and you fight back, you get shot or arrested and beat and... That's uh, right. Well, really, and it's that's messed up. That's why the famous saying goes, you can vote your way into socialism and communism, but you have to shoot your way out. Right. I don't think people realize how serious and heavy of an issue this is because we are so blessed here in America to live in such a comfort bubble. And I, I tell people that all the time because I am amazed at the amount of people within this upcoming upcoming generation who don't appreciate the blessings and comforts that they have within this country. And all they have to do is look outside of our borders. Look how other people across the world are living. Look at what they're having to deal with. There are children across the world who are in other countries in the world who have to live through war. They have to worry about their homes being blown up and different things like that, losing their families. It's sad. It's so sad. We live in such a comfort bubble and people don't realize and how wanna, big of a blessing I, I it is. I want to bring up, for example, specifically in Venezuela, these are firsthand, well, I didn't experience that, but I've heard from firsthand witnesses of this. When I lived in Panama, I met a lot of people who had escaped Venezuela and they had illegally immigrated to Panama and they were working as like house cleaners, whatever they could do to just make a few bucks and they would try to send money back. What's happening there 
because socialism is so great is you have little girls and this will, this really breaks your heart. It breaks my heart. Little girls who are say 12, maybe eight years old, they're hungry, right? They've got nothing to eat. They've got no money. They are selling their bodies to get a piece of bread. Right. That, so that's what's happening in socialist Venezuela. Eight, eight year olds prostituting themselves for bread. Right. That's insane. I mean, we're, forcing this are not us but that country is forcing this on their people they're taking away these children's childhood it's crazy yeah, and what kind of people would support socialism right i, I those, think we have those who lack moral values yeah and i think i think we have uh, a very big supporter of socialism at least this woman is a a, a supporter of aoc Let, let's take a listen to this one supporter of socialism so I think your next uh, campaign slogan has to be this. We got to start eating babies. Now, now, what, is, what does AOC have to say about that? You think she's going to reject that? Right. You would think that somebody saying something as, I don't know, disturbing as eat the babies would have some to, form of inflammatory response she probably coming needs from to be AOC. Investigated. She, she probably needs to be investigated, go to jail. Oh, because if sure. she's talking like that, you, you think she's done that maybe? Right. It makes you wonder. And it makes you wonder, especially about the politicians like AOC, <clears throat> who just says, no, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So let's instead wait, of, wait, what is she? What is she saying? She says, thank you. Thank, thank you. As in, thank you for, for your response wait. and your opinion. All right. So uh, President Donald Trump, do you denounce white supremacy? Sure. Oh, Trump's a racist. Oh, he needs to denounce. AOC said, thank you to this woman who said we need to eat the babies. We need to eat the babies. And this is very serious. Please give a response. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no. Thank you. How sick and disturbing are these people? Right. I mean, I just, I cannot wrap my brain around something like that. And she gave such a politician's answer going from that. Um, Just talking about, oh, yeah, we need to start, you know, getting serious about climate change, blah, blah, blah. Her typical stuff, her typical politician's answer that she usually says. But she did not denounce the stuff that this woman was saying that, again, she even mentioned something about eating dead people. But then she segued that into eating innocent babies. Yeah, cannibalism is is not something that should be done ever. There's there's no need for that. We are civilized people and we do not need to eat each other or eat each other's children right it's or, just or it's even disturbing. even if somebody dies why would you eat that part you sick <laughs> psychopath now yeah. now that was about that was about a year ago or a little maybe a little yes yeah, about a year ago what what is this the same person what is something that she's doing now right this so, aoc character what, yeah. what is she doing now so aoc this just huge advocate of socialism is now profiting off of capitalism by selling sweatshirts for, I believe, $58 a pop that say, eat the rich. Tax the rich. Tax the rich. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know. So we're talking Tax so much the about these crazy people. It's starting to make us Yeah. Some of them have said, eat the rich. I don't know if y'all have seen those. I didn't mean to say tax the rich, but I don't know if y'all have seen the signs at some of these, um, protests that have been happening over the last few months. They've got some months. weird supporters. They've got some weird supporters, some weird signs, and some of them have said, eat the rich. But yeah, so AOC's sweatshirt says, tax the rich. But she's a, if she's a socialist, and let's, I would, I, I guess she's a rich person. I mean, I don't, I don't know what she gets paid and her investments and like, you know, what kind of profits she's racking up. But shouldn't she be giving out the sweatshirts for free? 
Right. If she's a socialist, right? What was the pro? I think it was $58. I don't buy anything for $58. Right. Are you, same. Are you There's kidding no me? way. There's no way your average middle class person trying to get through school or trying to get through I mean, I've, their job I've or whatever going to pay for a $58 sweatshirt that says tax the rich. Yeah. I, and I, I work full time. I have some investments and I've got a little bit of passive income. I don't even buy a sweater that's $58. Are you kidding me? Right. That's crazy. Well, oh and PragerU's <clears throat> response to tax the rich oh, this is good. was a statement that very simply and specifically says 70% of all income taxes paid in 2017 was paid by the top 10% of earners. 70%. So meantime, half of the tax filers paid 3% of all income tax revenue. So... Aren't we already taxing the rich? So wait a minute. According to the facts, the rich are already paying the majority of taxes? Yeah, exactly. So who is not being taxed? Exactly. And she wants to tax them again? Like, exactly. Why, this, so, is, this is weird. This so, is all wrong. It's, it's just amazing because this woman apparently has um, a degree in economics. <laughs> well, I mean, you can and get it. And cannot a understand that. Anybody can get a degree. That's you, true. You, look, I went to college. You went to college. We're both in graduate school. Anybody can study and pass a test. That's very true. So, okay. So she, she wants to charge $58. Now let's think about that. Her big base of people who she claims is her main audience make, say, minimum wage in the federal Minimum wage, I believe, is seven dollars and twenty-five cents. Mm-hmm. I did the math calculation, and so what I did to find this number, I took fifty-eight dollars and I divided it by seven twenty-five. According so to how my how many hours? According to my calculations, if you are a minimum wage worker, you have to work eight hours, a full eight hours to get this one sweatshirt. Oh my God! I mean, you this give up your whole day to get her sweatshirt. And right. wait a minute. You get taxed on your 725. So I didn't even factor that in. Right. So, so you would really actually a have second to work day. more. Yeah, you exactly. have to work a second shift. Exactly. So let's let's talk about how Turning Point USA trolled this effort. <laughs> totally trolled it. Right. So Turning Point USA released a sweatshirt very similar to AOC's saying be the rich instead and I want to be rich right they are only charging a total of 57 dollars, so they knocked a dollar off because you know capitalism discounting which look I, honestly i think it's still kind of expensive i wouldn't buy it but I, I appreciate what they're doing and it makes perfect sense i mean if you're going to sell something uh they're being very crafty and witty about it right be it's the hilarious. rich yeah it's hilarious and, it, and it's on the y'all go look it up turning point usa be the rich sweatshirt. If you can afford that, go ahead and buy that. Support Turning Point USA. I think that's I think that's great. Um, it's just so wild what's going on. This right. is weird. It's crazy. Well, and she had another um, shirt or sweatshirt or something like that too. That was a cancel student loan debt thing. It said student loan debt with a line through it. Hence, oh, cancel she student loan those? debt. She was selling them, right? Yeah. So she's oh, yeah, selling right. it. And so then Ben Shapiro brilliantly comes back and says, for those of you who have student loan debt, who are buying this t-shirt and are in favor of canceling student loan debt, why wouldn't you redirect your funds that you're spending on these t-shirts or sweatshirts or whatever to actually pay off your student loan debt that you made the decision to take out? <laughs> That's funny. 
Uh, yeah, if they would just apply that towards their principal of that loan, they're going to knock out so much interest. But uh, again, that's the problem. When you take out a loan, you have to pay it back and you agree to pay interest on it. That's how these companies make their profits is right. they don't make their profits because you simply gave them their money back. They make money on the interest that you pay from the money you borrowed from them. So they're giving you money in exchange for earning some interest on that. So right. instead of buying your Starbucks and your fancy uh, name brand apparel and your, what do we say, AOC clothing? Yeah, AOC yeah, clothing Why don't you line, just try putting, shirts, whatever. Yeah, put your money towards paying down your loan and then maybe you won't have the debt anymore. Right. Well, have they thought of that? It's almost like this was a standard that was set before they signed the papers in the first place, right? It's almost, it's almost like they had told them, hey, when you take out this loan, you are going to have to pay us back with a set interest. They agreed to it. So exactly, uh, you know, I feel sorry for some people, but at the end of the day, I mean, we're all responsible for ourselves. If you want to go get a degree in gender studies or, and, and look, I'm not knocking this. If you have an English degree, I happen to have a Spanish degree. So I, I get that. If you get an arts degree, you're probably not going to get paid the same amount of money as an engineer or medical professional. Okay. It's just the reality. So if you want to go take out loans, keep all of these things in mind. Well, and one of the, I guess, primary ways to be successful with those careers is to go back and teach it. So you're going to have to not just get that undergrad degree, but possibly go to graduate school, maybe even get a PhD within gender studies or wh whatever direction you're going in to teach it in order to make that money back in the first place. And unfortunately, not everyone gets to that point. Costs more money. Exactly. I mean, so you could just start a business. Loans. You could just start a business. Right. A service, you know, go clean cars. That doesn't cost you anything but the soap. Right. Yeah, so you really so, have to think through your plan whenever you're taking out these loans. And again, I believe I said this in my solo podcast, but this country was founded on personal responsibility. People who make those decisions and take responsibility for the decisions they made, whether it was good or bad. Yeah. And, it, you know, speaking of that, this is really funny. Um, when we were on the news a while back, me and my friend Andy Somebody had asked him a question about, well, what do you think about other people who don't like what you're doing? He says, well, I think they should worry about themselves. Right. I mean, honestly, like, can you worry about yourself and stop trying to make other people solve your problems? Why don't you take some responsibility, solve your own problems? Uh, if you need to change your oil in your car and you haven't changed it and you're running low and your car engine is destroyed because you didn't change the oil, whose fault is that? Exactly. Let's it's, blame. Let's go blame. Fault. Who are you going to blame? Everybody. Yeah. You can't, you can't blame people all your life. At some point you have to take responsibility for you and make things happen. And, uh, yeah. And just please use logic and common sense. Right. You can't keep going through life blaming other people because eventually all of that is going to fall back on you, whether you want to admit it or not. Yeah. So let's, let's wrap this up in all of us. Let's make a decision to be responsible for our own self. Right. Worry about yourself. Exactly. Well, and that's what a lot of these governors and these specifically uh, Democratic leaders need to do. Bringing to it back to that. Worry about yourself. They need to worry about themselves instead of worrying about everyone else because our health is our personal responsibility. It's, yeah, it's my body, my choice. Exactly. If you think wearing a mask is going to protect you and your wear family, awesome. Wear the mask. If you don't think it's going to protect you and your mask. family, don't wear the mask. It's as simple as that. And I think people are politicizing it and making it so much more complicated than it actually has to be. Wow. 
That's some great stuff, Emily. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'm Jonathan, and that is Emily, and we are Logic and Common Sense. Now, please like, subscribe, share, follow, uh, hit us up. Yeah, yeah we want to hear from you, all of that stuff. And then uh, I guess you'll hear from us next time. All right. Thanks, guys. Mama